0: It's 9.30 in 716. The plight of Larry.
1: There's another Larry out there, I'm telling you. It's just a matter of time. Do you want to give us the resources to help someone now, or do we have this conversation again next year?
0: Larry is the known homeless man, 69 years old, who died in the bitter cold blizzard conditions this week.
1: You know, there's only so much you can do to help someone. There really is. What, what Larry needed was long-term engagement.
0: I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. The blizzard this week turned deadly by Thursday when Erie County Executive Mark Polencars announced two people had died during snow removal efforts. And then there was the death of a homeless man known as Larry. And known he was to the homeless population, homeless advocacy organizations, and residents of Williamsville in general. Did the system fail Larry?
1: Um, Those are are questions that we're all asking ourselves uh, today, and every time this happens to someone.
0: Dale Zukleski is executive director of the Homeless Alliance of Western New York.
1: Actually, the courts have ruled that people have a right to live outside, and if they want to eat out of a garbage can, they can as long as they're not an immediate threat to themselves or, or others. Um, on this uh, cold stretch that we've just had, the uh, Code Blue um, advocates and, and out, outreach workers made a, a decision to do something that they rarely ever do, and that's to try and have the, the police departments force people into shelters. And uh, they, they did not encounter Larry, and he actually ran off. And he just refused. He absolutely refused assistance. So I mean, there's only so much you can do uh, to help someone, especially given the, the, the constraints that. Uh, a place, uh, uh, by the legal system.
0: Yeah, so there's no there's no way to, f- uh, you know, there's no legal way for for example for police officers to, you know, I guess de- the word detained sounds cruel, but um, you know to to physically detain someone and say, hey, you know, there's no way you're going to survive these conditions. I need you to come with me, and I'm going to take you to you know shelter A, B, or C.
1: They they can technically do that on a sh- on a short term basis. Uh, but it would. Chances are, it wouldn't hold up in court. But for a night or two, it'll work. But in a long term, it's not a long term solution. And I'm actually um, just putting something together. We tell everyone that the solution to homelessness is a home. And if people are really upset regarding this this tragic death of Larry then they need to let their elected officials know to that they need to put the resources towards fighting homelessness that we need. Uh, Chuck Schumer is in a, a great position as a Senate minority leader. He's, he's in there negotiating funding right now for a federal budget. Please contact Chuck Schumer in a nice way. We're not blaming him, but we need more money for homeless services. The state is now in their budget negotiations. Contact your state officials and tell them, look, you need to help our agencies address this issue on a long-term basis. That's what we need. Homelessness isn't in your face in in Western New York like it is in Los Angeles or San Diego or Seattle. It's kind of hidden. So the only time it, it raises its head is when something tragic like this happens if you really want to prevent that the next tragedy or the next larry from happening give us the resources to fight homelessness all year round not just during a snowstorm or during the christmas season there are people who are homeless in may in august and september we need help all year round um, and that's what we need
0: Oh, yeah, so the, the I get it. So the, the long-term um, solution can be more funds, and, and obviously that that can be the case for many you know social issues, um, and you know funding uh, you know can make those long-term, you know uh, differences. I I guess, and this is a, I don't even know if you can answer this, but I mean, is there something that can be done to avoid a circumstance like this in the short term in the future? I mean, do you look at at what happened with this and say? Gosh, I really think that the uh, Amherst police should have taken this guy into custody. And I'm not asking you to, you know, name names and point fingers, but should he should he have been taken physically against his own will, picked up and taken to a shelter, a known shelter, a, a code blue shelter, or, or do you think he, do you think he should have, or in the future should we do that?
1: They were they were in the process of doing that, and he ran away. It's not it like you can just like take somebody kicking and screaming and, and put them in a shelter because they can just walk out. I mean, it's not. You know, it's not a prison, right? Um, and, and you are restricted in legal terms too. I mean, you can do it in extreme weather conditions, but like Monday is going to be fifty. You can't do it. So.
0: Let me just kind of go through a conversation we were having. And, again, I'm not looking to point fingers yeah, at, at yeah. any, any particular person or a, a party or make this political at all. But, you know, we have, um, you know, yesterday we had this entire issue um, during this, this blizzard situation in, in the area with, uh, you know, the rift between commercial truck drivers and the governor and the state. And we've got a governor, you know, going out and stopping trucks. Um You know, it wouldn't it be better, or would it? Do we need some sort of an intervention, so to speak, from someone like the governor to put uh, to put a spotlight on this problem that you know might you know make more of a difference than whether a truck is on Route Five or not?
1: He, the the governor, actually did two years ago when he he, uh, gave us more funding for Code Blues before the, the state funding came about. Code Blue was only called when it was 15 degrees or below. He provided the money so we could do it at 32 degrees and below. So, but again, Larry was the only person the outreach team knew that refused to come in. They they, they used uh, the mental health laws to to force two other people in. And, like I said, Larry just ran away, and nobody really knew where he was living. And you know, there's only so much you can do to help someone. There really is. What what Larry needed was long-term engagement. There was a, a gentleman living up in Niagara County, um, a veteran. It took two years for the for the Veterans Administration to finally convince him to come in, and he only came in after his uh, shelter burned down, and he was in the hospital for a long term. There are people out there with um severe mental illness that that need that long-term engagement in in order to to build up that trust and that's why you don't call the police every time because it it takes a very long time to build up that trust sometimes so it's it's only used in some rare instances
0: well, I, w- I want to get into the long-term thing, and let's do that in a minute. And, and another, uh, I guess, first before that, I want to ask, you know, because Larry was known to so many people in the Williamsville area, in the, and I'm not talking in the homeless, um, yeah. you know, leadership portion of the community, but just, you know, people that have reached out to us and said, you know, we, we were aware of Larry, I encountered Larry, I knew Larry, a great guy, and et cetera. What should the public do if they encounter someone in Larry's position. I mean, if should I be offering money? Should I be offering shelter? What should I as a human, uh, you know, a fellow citizen be doing if I encounter someone uh, that faces the same plight as Larry?
1: If you encounter someone that faces the same plight as Larry, being homeless, uh, not every panhandler that you see is homeless. And apparently Larry wasn't even panhandling. It, it's okay to, to give them food and money. Um, but you, you really should call. First, the, the easiest thing to do is call 211. So, and they, they will relay that information to the outreach teams so they can engage them. That is the best. There are trained professional outreach teams that will engage people who are homeless uh, on a regular basis. And like I said, sometimes it, it takes a long time. And eventually, they will be put into housing. Um, and housing is the only solution to homelessness. People need a place to live. But it, 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 it sometimes it does, it, it, there are different circumstances, and sometimes people accept housing immediately. Sometimes it takes years.
0: Yeah, you know, you brought up the, the, the case in Niagara Falls, and I'm well aware of that. I was meeting with the uh, the, the veterans uh, folks um, talking with them about the stand down and, and they told me that whole story yeah. um, and it, it is a remarkable one where uh, you know someone just didn't give up. They did not give up. They kept the intervention going. They were aware of what this uh, gentleman was going through um, and they kept going and going and they're really proud of how they ultimately were able to get to him Um, but it did take, not months, it took years, as you said. So let's kind of shift the conversation into that long-term approach and where where the funding might help. So someone out there listening might be saying, oh, well, well, Dale Zukleski just wants us to throw more money at the problem. What would more money do if, if, uh, for example, Senator Schumer were able to secure uh, more funds to help um, uh, the plight of the homeless?
1: What more money would do was provide more Uh, Permanent supportive housing for people in in Larry's condition that are are long-term homeless. They need a home, and they need the supports around that home in order to stay housed. And then other people need just short-term assistance to help catch up on some bills to help them get out of a shelter, first month's rent, security deposits. It can cost you a couple thousand dollars just to move between the first month's rent Security deposit. If you're living in poverty, you're not going to find that. And we need more affordable housing. We need places for people to actually live. Rents are skyrocketing throughout the country, including here in Western New York, and people just simply cannot afford to pay the rent. We need more affordable housing.
0: You know, um, how does this all make you feel? I mean, this is this has got to be uh, you know tugging at your heart.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've talked with a, a few people this morning, and I, I know I didn't sleep well last night because you always wonder whether you you could have done more, um, and you, you never really know. But maybe Larry's death will turn into something good. It'll make people more aware of um, just just the plight of of our fellow human beings. It, it's okay to help people. People just need help, and it's frustrating that that you can't help everyone, um, and and that's the situation where we're at now. We, we have priority lists for who gets uh, assistance, and it's unfortunate, but you can't help everybody, and that, and that's the hard part that that tugs on, on the heart of everyone in this industry. Is you,
0: it's a very similar message that I hear when you talk to someone in the addiction community. You can yeah. you can reach uh, you can reach many people that are in the throes of addiction and help them and turn them around. Um, you can't reach them all, and, and we all know too well about the the tragic cases yeah. in that realm. I'm assuming it's the same in the homeless. You know, can we help more than than we can't?
1: I think we can. Uh, we just have to have the the, the community will and the political will to do it. And I'm just concerned that after a couple of days, people are going to forget about Larry. People are going to forget about homelessness and go about their business And until next year when there's another one. There's another Larry out there, I'm telling you. It's just a matter of time. Do you want to give us the resources to help someone now, or do we have this conversation again next year? You know, that's, To me, that's what's going to happen.
0: I was going to ask you there. You know, you've you've already answered my question. There is another Larry out there. Do you do you know of another Larry? I mean, are you aware of other people in that same situation that continually refuse uh, help, uh, run away from help, and that that uh, your agency or agencies that are under your umbrella uh, are aware of?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, we just had a, a recent point in time count where we actually count everyone who was homeless on one day and there were uh, 10 people that we found in in niagara county that um we didn't know about and now we have to try and link them with with the right services and there aren't as many services in niagara county as there are in erie so you're kind of stuck you know um I, I, i don't know whether they would refuse help or not But we can't even offer them help to find out. And that's the tragedy.
0: Remember, if you encounter a homeless individual and they're in what you believe to be grave danger, call 211. You can also help long-term by offering assistance to Restoration Society in Erie County and the Community Missions in Niagara County. Rest in peace, Larry. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.